You have queued up The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation recorded at the New York City Concert Hall, Roulette. You can hear thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's past and present and find news of upcoming events celebrating innovation and imagination at roulette.org. Aren't you curious? In this edition of the Roulette Tapes, we pull back the curtain on the artist M.V. Carbon, whose musical work is just one component of a career that includes film, sculpture, installation, and a sometimes dark and sometimes colorful fascination with the supernatural. M.V. Carbon and I spoke over the internet as we were both being extra safe in the middle of New York City during the coronavirus threat. This conversation is illustrated with excerpts from concert recordings from Roulette between 2005 and 2015. I'm David Weinstein, and this is M.V. Carbon. Enjoy. Countryside in western Pennsylvania, situated between Pittsburgh and Youngstown, Ohio. I mean, it was a lot of just nature and farms and bike riding and cliff diving. There were a lot of quarries there, so we would go swimming in quarries and cliff dive off <laughs> the rocks and things like that. Well, did you, did you have training early on when you were a kid? Did you? Did, who were your first influences and in teachers? I had studied flute um, from probably uh, since I was around uh, fourth grade until probably until high school. So I learned flute as my first musical instrument. And then after that, I just started picking up instruments for fun. Like we had a piano at the house. And you know, my brother always had guitars and things like that. So. I play around with that. My sister had a drum set in the basement. We had a very musical family, um, but the training wasn't formal, really, except for studying flute. So I know how to read music. And then, as I grew older, um, I wasn't so interested in that that approach. And so I just started picking up my own instruments and just doing with them whatever I wanted to. And then you, you must have gone to school because. It's very clear that you have a good understanding of music history and 20th century music and stuff like that. Yeah, I studied um, undergrad at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. Yeah, I studied uh, multimedia, time-based art. So I explored all types of things. Mostly I was interested in film and sound. 
Um, those are my main focuses there. But I am also a visual artist, and I do like sculpture and paintings, and uh, installation and things like that. And um, then after the um, undergrad, I took some time off and just started doing my work and living, um, just doing things like that and traveling. And then uh, I went to get a master's degree at NYU. I graduated, I think, around 2013 from there uh, in the ITP program, um, Interactive Telecommunication, that was started by Red Burns. And that was a really great experience.
I would say, I, I always said it was called Long Range Order Telekinesis Synth. <laughs> I say it three times fast. Telekinesis Synth. I wanted the piano parts to sound like telephones ringing and like Morse code. So I was basing um, the composition around ideas like that. So even though the piano was playing these pieces, it was supposed to sound like other objects and uh, communication devices. In the presentation at the show, I built a Pepper's Ghost type of... Um, projection on the screen so that you it looked like there was um, these animations that I created it looked like they were floating in space and then also I had phone conversations that I worked on over the um, previous months where I was practicing um, telepathy on the phone with several people as to fit into the telekinesis um, theme of the combined program so at the end of the program I um, called those people on the phone and they were able to be um, amplified to the audience so the audience could hear what they were saying but basically um, we did several um, meetings over the phone in which um, I would stare at an image and concentrate on the image and they would sit there on the other line and try to imagine what I was seeing. And then all of a sudden, a panda was thrown out there. And then all of a sudden, a bubble was out there that was reddish-orange. And then at first I thought you threw in a shark, and then I realized you'd never do that. Um, but it really had to do with, in the head, was the capability to communicate, and it had to have been the capability to communicate even in rural areas, even in distant uh, areas where there's no connection. So it's more of a communication of the mind. So that brings me to the other thing, which is, aside from your compositional skills and your performance skills and your media skills, there is a, I don't know what to call it exactly, you have a sort of a dark wizardry persona that you use in all of this work and in, in your presentation and in, I just wondered if you would talk about that a little bit. Well, it's definitely not a, a facade. <laughs> 
it's the real me. Um, I feel like I'm very real in my performances, and it gives me a chance to let those things come out. And I think, you know, music is the perfect outlet for um, those um, type of explorations. I do um, draw from a lot of things that are maybe not total concrete forms of reality. Um, I like imaginative thing ideas, but I think that these explorations into like this other dimension or other realms of consciousness, um, it's a real it's a real thing that I want to know. And I think music has been a way for me to just kind of let it come through me and it doesn't get bogged down by trying to define things with language and words, you know, unless, of course, there's lyrics and things like that. That that image that you see on stage is pretty much the real me. So I like to explore kind of magic and I like to explore um, what can happen, you know, when you change your, you know, perception. Um, I think perception, uh, and I think that's what's really great about music too, is because it helps people change a perspective. Especially when, you know, like it could change your mood, it could change your ideas. Um, and, and music could actually change and, and move matter too. So it has like a lot of power and, and it, and I don't like to use the word magic because I think it has like an association to it. And I think it's more of like, we could call it science. We could call it a mixture of like uh, your mind and, and the physical matter and um, making all these things um, come together and form conversations without concrete language.
just started recording a record in January as well and so I'm mixing that so that's gonna come out on various artists um, and that should be coming out in a, I think in a couple months and I am still like working on I have a couple records that I completely finished I did a record with Charlemagne Palestine and it's like completely done super polished and I'm figuring out how to release that so those are my goals right now
love playing at roulette. It's beautiful there. First off, because of the history of roulette and all the people involved. And, you know, I've performed in the older space when it was near uh, Canal Street. I've performed there a couple times. And I always, you know, am happy and honored to be part of roulette. I love being on the stage. I don't need to be, you know, I like doing things in all types of different spaces, um, you know, and love working with spaces that are alternative, like that stage there, you you know, it's, it's just a really good feeling. I'm glad the archives are, you know, it's so important that you're doing this because this stuff could all just go, you know, you know how easy it is to lose a bunch of like recordings and stuff. So thank you for being so responsible and doing all that. artist M.V. Carbon. This podcast is made possible by the contribution of the Roulette Concert Archive Preservation Project with support from the National Endowment for the Arts. This is David Weinstein at the desk. Thanks to M.V. Carbon and thanks all. I know, I just want to hug a bunch of people. I'm going to hug people so much when we're over this thing. You have been listening to the Roulette Tapes a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.